This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I think we saved our best for last, and yeah, a couple of big match players stood up, and yeah, we're pretty chuffed. Oh uh, yeah, crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, this year will be a year we remember for a long, long time. Um, yeah, it's it's been awesome. It's been uh, pretty much spent the whole Aussie winter away overseas playing, but we've had a lot of success, and this pips it all. This is top of the uh, top of the mountain. Well, that was Pat Cummins speaking after winning the World Cup. You little ripper. Australia have done it. They have won their sixth ever World Cup title, silencing a billion Indians with a superb performance. Of course, I'm Menard. You're listening to Cricket Unfiltered. And I'm just recording a reaction podcast. It's got, it's almost. 4am here in Sydney, but I can't sleep after what was just a stunning performance by this Australian team. They've gone on to win the tournament after I wrote them off after losing their first two games. They have done it. I've sort of been trying to weigh this up. This is Australia's greatest ever World Cup win. They've had some cracking wins, but this this takes them all. I think 1987 is probably second from where that side was. And they're all great wins, but this is just unbelievable. To go and win in India, playing India in the final, to completely outclass them, it was just phenomenal. This this will go down in the annals of Australian sporting history of one of the most brilliant performances. And I have to say, Pat Cummins has improved as a skipper so much in this tournament. He's led this team with exemplary leadership. He motivates them. Sure, he's not the best tactically on the field, but I think some of his wiser heads helped him out during the tournament at certain times. And this is just something to savour. Australian cricket fans are, are waking up all across Australia right now. And if they weren't up watching live, they're 
turning on their phones or their TVs and they're going to be stunned. Australia have done it again. They were, they were down and out. They were, they were written off by me. They, India were just odds on favourites to win this game. The whole tournament was set up for them to win. Ahmedabad was a sea of blue. The whole country was against Australia and they pull off this just champagne performance in the final. It is just astounding. I'm, I'm stunned that they were able to do it. I mean, Going right back to the beginning of the day when Pat Cummins won the toss and elected to bowl, I was nervous. I thought, God, that's a big gamble. But then Australia were like tigers in the field. They were prowling. They were menacing. They they were brilliant. They saved they, they, they saved a thousand runs in the field, but more likely they saved 30 or 40. It was just astonishing. And, well, the match-turning moment, we'll talk about Travis Head. What a performance from the man from South Australia. Friend of the podcast, he's been on a few times, and he absolutely blitzed it, starting with that catch off Rohit Sharma. Australia were getting smashed by Sharma. He looked like he was going to take the game away from Australia, and he skied one over cover, and Travis Head ran and took a diving catch over his shoulder. It was just brilliant. It was not, not, it's not just, it's probably catch of the tournament when you you think about the context and the, the the momentum shift that that was able to give to Australia that catch from Travis Head will go down in cricket history in Australia they should they should be putting photos of that in museums in this country because Travis Head turned the match and then so if it wasn't enough he did it in the field Australia were in trouble they were three for 47 and Warner Mitch Marsh and Smith were back in the pavilions and my head was in my hands. I was I was scared. I was petrified. I thought, no, no, no. Australia are going to collapse here. It's going to be the same old story. They won't do the job on Indian soil. They won't get the runs. Yadav and uh, Jadeja will knock us over. But then Travis Head with the bat smashed 137 off 120 balls with 15 fours and four sixes. An astonishing innings. I mean, as I said, if it wasn't enough to pull off a miracle catch, scoring a hundred, a World Cup final century in a chase, no less. The first ever Australian to do that. Um, Ricky Ponting and Adam Gilchrist scored their centuries uh, batting first. He had had to do it under the most immense pressure an Australian has ever endured in the World Cup, and he did it. It's up there with the greatest of World Cup final centuries, and he just won Australia this game. And Manus Labuschagne, full credit to him, 58 not out of 110 balls. He batted beautifully in partnership with him, and he gave his innings allowed Travis Head the freedom to play expansive shots. And the two of them in unison were just un, un, unbelievable. They almost put on 200. They put on 192. They took Australia from three for two, three for 47 to four for 239. So they were just two runs short of winning when Travis Head was out. He hit it into the deep mid wicket and was caught. And that allowed Glenn Maxwell to come out just like Steve Smith did in 2015 and hit the winning runs. If I go back to 2007, Australia won. I think they bowled in the dark. I can't remember who bowled the last ball. Maybe Andrew Simons. 
In 2003, Darren Lehman took the catch to win the World Cup, beating India then. In 1999, Darren Lehman hit the winning runs uh, through points at Lords to beat Pakistan. These moments will go down in Australian cricket history. Just an incredible performance from Australia. They put it all together in the final. And, you know, when I think about this team's performance, they've they've gathered momentum as the tournament has gone on. And Every gamble George Bailey and Andrew McDonald and Pat Cummins took paid off. I have to give them credit. Everyone paid off. They took some gambles. Fuck oath did they take some gambles. You know, picking Travis Head when he had a broken hand at the beginning of the tournament, when he was sitting in Adelaide in recovery, they knew they wanted him in, in the, the the team for the finals. So they picked him in the squad. They went with the 14 fit players. I didn't like it. But it paid off. Travis Head was the player of the match in the semi-final and the final. I mean, George, smiling George Bailey, Andrew McDonald, I said you were idiots for doing it. Well, I'm, I was so wrong because that gamble paid off big time. The gamble to just pick one spinner. I thought it would be folly. Well, Adam Zampa had a tournament to remember. Glenn Maxwell has never bowled better. He bowled as good as any second spinner. It was just phenomenal. And then they decided to pick Cummins as captain and go with their big three quicks. And they did it. Wow, they absolutely did it. Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood were immense in the knockout stages. Just incredible stuff. I mean, you look at uh, Stark today, three wickets. Hazelwood, two wickets. Cummins, two wickets. They brought it on when it was needed. And wow, wow, wow. That was just just every gamble paid off. I mean, they could have had egg on their fucking faces, but instead they are bringing home another World Cup. I mean, what a year for Australia. Winning the World Test Championship, retaining the Ashes, winning a 50-over World Cup. You know, after the way the stupid English fans treated these bunch of boys in England, this group deserves it more than anyone. I mean, you think about Pat Cummins, lost his mother earlier this year. Think about Mitch Marsh having to fly home for the unfortunate passing of his grandfather during the tournament. I mean, this team deserves every success they get. It has been a champagne performance on the biggest stage against the most immense pressure. And, you know, it start, I said it started at the beginning when they won the toss and elected to bowl. Gutsy, gutsy move, but it paid off because during the day it was a lot harder to bat. You can imagine that um, Jadeja and Yadav would have got a lot more grip and turn in the afternoon sun. And then under lights, it the ball did start to skid on. There was a bit of dew. There wasn't much turn and it did get easier to bat on. So Cummins, McDonald, Bailey, they took a gamble. They wanted to bowl first. They did it. They put pressure on themselves to chase in a final, and I said it in a preview show, it now has echoes of the 1996 final that Australia lost, where they batted first, made about 240, and Sri Lanka chased it down easy, easily under lights with the ball skidding on, so... I know this this team won't remember that, but it, it's almost they've turned the tables on that situation where Australia were the beneficiaries of the better conditions. And, you know, talk about that catch from Rohit Sharma, uh, off Rohit Sharma by head as being match-defining. Also, Shreyas Eye going early to Cummins. Virat Kohli uh, being bowled by Cummins on 54. I mean, Kohli just looked unbelievable. He got to 40 without breaking a sweat, but then... 
Cummins didn't give him anything loose, just got the ball to jag back to him and he played it onto his stumps and he was gone for 54 and that changed the course of the game because he's someone who could have got India up to a score of around 300. Uh, just phenomenal stuff. Um, Kale Rahul played nicely for 66 <clears throat> but wasn't able to go on with it. And then at the end they just kept losing wickets. You know, Stark and Hazelwood went through the tail and it, it stopped India getting any momentum and they ended up being bowled out for 240. Uh, so Australia, they might just they performed so well in the field that players diving everywhere. I mean, Warner didn't score many with the bat, but he was imperious patrolling the outfield. He himself saved 20 or 30 runs. Uh, you know, it was just, it had all those shades of the great Australian teams of the past where they prowl and they own the field. And, you know, this is a player-led team. The, the team runs this show. So you have to give these players credit for switching on, for gaining momentum, for getting themselves right for this finale. And boy, did they play some good cricket. It was just just breathtaking and you know I look at the great Australian wins of the past and this as I said will go down as the best ever World Cup win um you know I think they're all fantastic and it's hard to pick between them but six listen to that English fans six World Cup titles you pissing and moaning about your one title four years ago six of them six one two three four five six eighty seven 99, 2003, 2007, 2015, and 2023. Six World Cup titles. And what a legacy this team is putting together. They won the T20 World Cup two years ago. They've won the Test World Championship, and they've won this World Cup. Just uh, just winners, just breathtaking uh, run of form. Sure, they didn't close out the Ashes. Sure, they didn't win a Test Series in India. But, boy, have they got some impressive wins on their CV. I think five or six of this team were there at the MCG playing when they won the 2015 World Cup. But this team has done something special. This World Cup was designed for an Indian win. But instead, Australia spoilt the party. It, it It was comical how quiet the stadium went. But... Um, you know, I, I've been bashing Cummins, I've been bashing McDonald, but you know, you know, if he, I could have been here doing a Mad Manners a few weeks ago, if we'd lost that third game to Sri Lanka. I mean, you go back to that Australia with none and two down, Sri Lanka cruising to a three hundred plus score, and a, a, the prospect of Australia being zero from three games, and then they they turned around, they on the back of some great fielding by Warner in the outfield, by some good fast bowling from Cummins. They knocked Sri Lanka over. They started this great run, and now they won nine in a row. They deserve this title. India can say, oh, they were the best team during the tournament. That is BS. They folded when it mattered most. Australia, nine in a row to win it. Sure, India won 10 in a row to get here, but Australia did something special, and... Just just breathtaking stuff. Australian cricket fans should be so, so proud of the way this team played. Um, I've got to say there was a few nervous moments, but I don't know. Um, so player of the match was Travis Head, as I said before. A player of the series was Virat Kohli. 
And I have never seen a more dejected man walk up onto that stage to pick up the trophy. I remember back in 1999 when Australia won that famous semi-final against South Africa at Edgbaston and they then beat Pakistan at Lords in the final that Lance Klusner was named player of the series in that World Cup and you know him having to go up and collect the prize after being eliminated on semi-final tie was pretty pretty funny but this was even funnier Virat Kohli sullen faced uh, player of the series he he batted superbly right throughout the tournament um he can hold his head high but he just wasn't able to get the job done today India were comprehensively outplayed by Australia. I mean, if I sort of look at Australia's batting card, I talked about um, that fantastic partnership between Head and Labuschagne because things were dicey early. First ball of the innings, Warner edged one through slips. Coley should have gone for it, but he didn't. And then he was out in the third over, edging one – sorry – Warner's out in the second over, edging one off Shammy for seven. Then Marsh got to 15 quickly and he was out off Boomerah. But then the big ones, this is, oh my, my God, this was so painful. Steve Smith giving out LBW for Boomerah. Normally Smith refers everything. I mean, if you look at some of the referrals in the Ashes, they weren't very good. And then he didn't refer this one. And he was outside the line. Smith would have been given um, not out had he referred it. And I've got to say, I was mortified at this point. I, I thought Australia might cock it up. Um, and I imagine Smith was mortified too because he only came out of the dressing room when Australia had less than 20 to get. Um, but, you know, when Marnus came out there to join Head, I mean, the pressure was on, that intense pressure. And uh, the, the fact that Marnus from nowhere has played such a pivotal role in this World Cup win. That isn't story in itself. He said some beautiful things after the game. He was he was interviewed by Howie on the field and he was he was almost calling it a miracle, the fact that he, he wasn't even in South Africa in the 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 games leading into this tournament, but he was called up due to an injury and then he's played every game since then. He's earned a reprieve at every um game and then he just overtook Marcus Stoinis and it it was all on spirit. I mean, if anyone embodies the Australian cricket team spirit, it's Manus Labuschagne. The energy he showed in the field. I think he had three runouts in the World Cup. No other player did that. Uh, the catching, um, the gutsy batting. I mean, it was inspiring stuff from Labuschagne. Uh, what a tournament he's had. I mean, he, he's come from comeback story. It, it is, it, as I said, it embodies this team. He shouldn't have been there. And then he played every game. And then when it mattered in the final, the fact he he did it and, and it shows that the gamble that they said, they said, okay, you know, in these conditions, we're going to pick our heavy duty players, Smith and Labuschagne. And it, it worked having both of them because Smith obviously didn't fire tonight and should have referred it. So they had one more. They, you know, Labuschagne came out there and played a test type innings. And that's what Australia needed. And he allowed Head to play that destructive, make that destructive hundred. And it was a masterstroke. And you look at Josh Inglis being brought into the side, played a vital knock in the semifinals. Another time the Aussies rolled the dice and he was excellent with the gloves right throughout the tournament, Inglis. And he is just growing and growing and growing. And he is Australia's new white ball wicketkeeper. Um, so just just a, an all-round jaffer of a team performance and it never got nervous, thank goodness. After that uh, wicket from Smith, Slowly but surely, the confidence from the the two batters came and 
as a fan, I just started to really relax. When it got under 100, I started to think, yes, they're going to do this. And they played so beautifully. They worked the singles. They hit the boundaries when needed. Um, and they won with seven overs to spare. And that you know, you can say probably there were too many singles for the Aussie batters. Maybe Sharma, if he had his time again, when Head and Labashain were together, he would have plugged a few more gaps. But this is just a breathtaking win. Uh, uh, you think about some of the great achievements of this Australian cricket team. This is right up there. I mean, that this... The script was written in the, I mean, you can imagine all the people in Bollywood right now tearing up their movie scripts that they were going to make about this win. I mean, you look at, they had some drone celebration and, you know, it was all about India. It was all about India winning the World Cup. Well, the Aussies have done it. And Pat Cummins, you little beauty, you know, you you kept it together. You inspired this team. Um, just hard, hard to really... Um, encapsulate how I'm feeling at the moment because I'm a little stunned that, I mean, I tipped them to win on the podcast, but the fact that they've gone and done it in such a complete manner when when at three for 47, they were down and out, uh, that, that that 241 was a, a long way away. But Travis Head, he has etched his name in the annals of cricket history. I mean, I want a bloody bronze statue of Head taking that catch outside the Adelaide Oval. I mean, make it happen. They should, They should. you know, as I said, him diving, taking that catch off Sharma should be a statue at the Adelaide Oval because that moment was one of the most fantastic things I've seen the Australian cricket team do. I mean, I was when he took that catch, I was cheering, I was yelling. It was just phenomenal. And, you know, I know all the listeners and the fans out there would have been feeling the same. This is just a moment that we should all savour. Um, so many great things to talk about. But, yeah, well, look, I think that's it from me. Um, I'm going to record a full wrap-up with um, Jono and Gav um, on Monday. But if you're waking up in Australia now, they've done it. Sixth time they've won a World Cup. I mean, you know, at the end of the, the game, um, the, the crowd just filed out. There was no one there. Um, there was a few there that booed because um, when the umpire came up, that's right, because Manus was um, hit pretty close in front. The umpire gave it not out. Uh, the Indians referred it, and then it was would have been umpire's call. But, of course... <laughs> Of course, uh, that meant Lamana L- L- stayed out there. Uh, so the the crowd did give him a bit of a the umpire a bit of a boo for that. But the Indian fans can have no complaints. The better team won on the day. That's right, Australia, six world titles. Count them up. I'll do it one more time, and then I'll end it. Nineteen eighty seven, Alan Border beats England. 1999, Steve Waugh's Australia beats Pakistan. 2003, Ricky Ponting's team beats India. 2007, Ricky Ponting team beats Sri Lanka in the West Indies. In 2015, Michael Clark's uh, Aussie team beats New Zealand. And now add Pat Bloody Cummins to that list. Pat Cummins, Australia beats India in India in front of a billion people. This is a Piccolo Podcast production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. 
Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 